This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard. <laughs> hey Zeus. This movie came out in 1995, directed by John McTurnan, written by Jonathan Hensley and Roderick Thorpe. Hensley. I don't know. Starring Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson, Iron, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy uh, Irons. With other cops, such as Colleen Camp and uh, what's his West Studi is in here, right? Not West Studi. Um, <laughs> racist. Like West I know. No, but I, <laughs> it is. I wasn't racist, but the, the few Native American actors that are out there. What's that guy's Graham name? Green. Not to Graham. be confused with the author, but Graham Greene. What? Graham yeah, Green. Graham Greene. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then the, the main sergeant guy couldn't, uh, he looked familiar, but I couldn't place him. Arthur Cobb, I think. Larry Brigman. Hmm. Anyway. You know. Um, yeah, this was my selection. Uh, and honestly, I don't remember if I saw this one in the theater. I... Didn't see the first one in the theater. I know I saw the second one. And I think I did not see this in the theater. I just caught it on HBO or something uh, that summer it came out. And uh, loved it. This is... uh, We'll talk about it more, but I liked it a lot more in the second one. Um, This time around, it's been a while. There's some some issues I had with it, but still thought it was a fun movie. And uh, yeah, it's gone downhill since this one with the Die Hard franchise, but this one was fun. Alex, what's your history with this? I did see this in the movie theaters. Uh, yeah, this is another one where I went with my dad and maybe part of the family. Maybe, I think all of us went to see it. Uh, yeah, because we just, yeah, we're diehard, uh, well, diehard fans, but diehard action movie fans from the the yesteryears. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we loved it. This movie's great. All right. This one Man, oh, this guy. Oh, that scar. That's that scar's voice. It's it's incredible. <laughs> He's really John, German. John. He's German in real life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's weird that the the two biggest villains in the Die Hard movie franchise are Englishmen playing Germans. It's the Germans. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott. What's your history of this? Uh, also saw it in the theater. Pretty sure I saw it in the theater. Uh, less of because you know as a kid that that I was a diehard fan more than it was the big action movie at the time. Uh, I, I'm not even sure I'd seen. I'm, I'm I probably see like the better part of it anyways for Die Hard Two, um, which I do not remember if I I saw in the theater. Uh, now that I think about it again, <laughs> maybe when we did Die Hard Two, I had an answer for that. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, saw it and enjoyed it. Uh, this is really the first time I remember seeing uh, Sam Jackson. I think uh, it, was, it was either this, The Long Kiss Goodnight, but 
Jurassic Park. It's probably this. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would have seen Jurassic Park, but I wouldn't have, like, recognized it, like, oh, that's, like, that guy. Oh, that guy. gotcha. Okay. The first time I, like, think of, like, well, at least at that point, like, now all the Nick Fury stuff, obviously, but, uh, yeah. Cool. I think I'm coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and the reason we chose this, this is, uh, when we think of this movie, it's a hot summer Summer movie, Hot Town, whatever that song goes. Living in the city. Yeah. So we wanted to do that, and uh, well, that's why we're doing it because it is August. Yeah. And with that, we're gonna get into it. Uh, we're each gonna talk about seven items from the movie. I will go first, and uh, a couple criticisms that I especially I got on this time watching it because it's been a while. Um, been a while. There's, like, I know it's a fun, stupid action movie, but there are some major. You have to look the other way, like plot holes that just kind of like stood out a lot for me in this one. Um, and one of which, not even a plot hole, but it's a, this movie cannot be made today with cell phones because all this stuff, as far as like, or smartphones, I should say, like, you know, who's the 21st president? Like, that's a big deal. You have to figure that out. Yeah. 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 Or just look up the riddles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look up the riddles. Yeah. Um, um, not really plot holes, but something that stood out. But. <laughs> There's just a couple things, like, the one that really bugged me this time, that like I said, maybe this is critiquing, is it's like halfway through the movie, and then when the FBI gets involved, they're all in that van, and you kind of find out who this Simon character is, and why he's after John. And they literally have this whole, like, dossier. They're, like, passing out the pictures of everybody. This is Simon. This is Hans Gruber's brother. Everyone's, like, looking at the pictures. And then, like, less than two minutes later... The guy gets out of the van. Simon shows up, and he's like, I'm here to clean up the problem. And he has—he's so clueless. Like they literally just showed you pictures of this guy. <laughs> he's not in disguise. Yeah, he has a different voice, but that's it. Yeah, like that's a very convincing Texas yeah. accent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Lots of guys wear those water piss off. Like <laughs> I don't know. I just like I never really yeah. managed that before. You, you literally were just looking at pictures of this guy. Who's bombing the city, and you're just like, oh yeah, come on, all your guys, let's go downstairs. Yeah. So, you play there's a couple about the dump trucks, too. <laughs> like, I, I'd like to think that he went with them because he he, he was, like, suspicious. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, I, I, I don't know, though. Um, the, Alex, just because Alex brought up the, that accent. That's, <laughs> I think it's my, one of my favorite things in movies is when Brits do the the weird sort of southern american accent where they they talk as if they're they've got a like a they're chewing on a pencil like just talking <laughs> talking at the back of their jaw like they, yeah. they basically they go full jody foster the rain and spans is mostly on appliance yeah the rain and mostly Mostly falls and, and on the plane. So, not the yeah. same thing. But when Hans Gruber does the oh god, yeah, <laughs> Clay, Bill Clay, you're one of them. Uh, but yeah, and there's, if I think of some other ones, but there's some pretty big things. Like I, I don't know the so whole the, thing the, with. Sorry, go ahead. Like how there is. This, with Sam Jackson being involved, there's a couple of the riddles had to have two people involved. Like I, I don't know like how he planned on that, which he didn't, but still it's conveniently 
the two people and just I, I don't know. There was stuff that this time I was like, how would that? That doesn't even make sense. That's how smart he is. Wait, which which riddle required two? He people? switched it up on the fly. Maybe he's like, okay, I have a single cop riddle set over here, and then a cop with a partner set over here. It wasn't necessarily a riddle that had to be solved, but something that had to be done. Like it was, I don't know. I I, I should have wrote it down at the time. There's a couple of things like this doesn't work unless you knew that Sam Jackson was going to be tagging along during this thing. Okay, I think my my biggest thing it was you know don't think about it too hard was. How they they couldn't use the the police or FBI radio frequencies. They don't even know what the fuck that means. Like, who? Those bombs would have gone off. You're in the middle of New York City. Somebody's walking around with something. Uh, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no way mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's a that, that that could have been a thing. Even inside the the logic of the the movie that they uh, they're setting up there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what was it, Alex? Number seven. Sure. Uh, I paired this up because it's just two stupid quotes that <laughs> we. I just I personally keep saying for for forever. This is in my regular Rolodex, but I haven't said the safety catch off line in a while. But pancake syrup. Every time I order pancakes, pancake syrup. Yeah, it's on the bottom of my list because it's just it's stupid quotes. But who says pancake syrup? Is it the bomb guy? Yeah, the bomb guy. Does he say pancake? I thought he just said syrup. No, he says pancake syrup. Pancake syrup. (laughs) It's like the delivery and everything, and he's still got syrup running down his face because it's squirting on him. It's great. And then safety catch. (laughs) Jeremy Irons just eating an egg. After Samuel Jackson, Zeus couldn't couldn't uh, shoot him because he had the safety catch off. <laughs> Caught the safety catch off. <laughs> safety catch off. That delivery with food in his mouth that was just cracks me up. Yeah. I like that Sam Jackson's character was ready to plug him. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Scott, number seven. Okay. Uh. Number seven is I, I liked how the the stakes were super high right off the bat. Uh, so in the in the first Die Hard movie, um, yeah, the uh, the takeover of Nakatomi happens right away. Um, in two, it takes I, I think it takes a while, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. but it's cool that uh, right away they they set the the stakes though because you're not really sure what's going on in the first movie. Other than there, there's this kind of takeover, um, but this right away he, he's he's got to go around or they're gonna blow stuff up. Uh, so you, you know, as as the audience, uh, you're you're already like okay, like we're we're in. <laughs> we, we we know like why he's going around and doing all this dumb shit. Uh, they don't they don't have to explain it. Although they do spend a lot of the time with psychiatrists. Uh, like I think that's just. Obviously, to be a red herring, uh, I feel like they spend a little too much time talking about his his motives, uh, Simon's motives. Uh, but hmm. but again, I, I do like that. There's there's very little uh, like setup. Just all of a sudden, he's in the thick of things in, in Harlem with the the kind of cringy sign. Like <laughs> I don't know if they do that. If they made that today. 
It's I, although cringy, I cringy, but that was the point, right? Like, I no, no, no. I get. No, I, I, get have a problem like, I don't. I don't it. feel like. I don't feel like it's inherently racist. Um, well, still, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. It's a racist yeah. statement, but that was the point. The bad guy was making this guy do so. Like, John McClane to get the shit beat um, out of him. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's a very racist statement. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you could still do that in a movie day because it's that's the whole point. It's a terrible thing that he's doing. That's why he wants to get tortured for, you know, beat up for it. So I do. I did look it up. I did. I did want to see what it what it says in the cleaned up version. Oh yeah, I think it's got to be something good. Uh, I'll look that up, mm-hmm. but uh, S Minus Seven is that they 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 set the stakes up really quickly, more so than well, a lot of other movies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to my number seven, and this is uh, my last big negative. Uh, negative. Uh, negative. <laughs> didn't go on. It's yeah, a very it's weak ending. This movie, like that ending, yes. and I didn't look at the trivia to see if this was yeah. like a reshoot or something, but. Like the whole thing with the bomb, the boat blowing up, and everything's good. Then it's just like call your wife, and then it's just all of a sudden we're this helicopter scene, and he shoots the power. And it's just say hello to your brother for me. All that it was just really, it's really bad ending. And why would they bring Sam Jackson to this? That's another thing at the end. Like why is he <laughs> up in the helicopter? This is like yeah, bringing. Uh, well, I think I think they 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 hand wave it because he had like they strapped him in. Because of his leg, like he he was basically like braced, so like moving him out would have been bad. But yeah, no, I, I agree. There's no reason he had to go with it. <laughs> right. It's like what's her face um, in Speed when they bring uh, Wildcat. What's I, what I can't think of her name now. Sandra, Sandra Bullock oh, yeah. to the the bomb drop off or the money thing, like at the mailbox. Like why is she even there? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that point, they're going to bone, so, like, he wanted her nearby just in case. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I saw, okay, so here's the sandwich board. On, on the made-for-TV version, it says, I hate everybody. <laughs> what Doesn't quite fuck? have that same punch. <laughs> Way to take a stance. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, ending is weak. I, I did not like the end of this movie. Uh Alex, number six. Number, number six. Uh, my number six is I like the design of the bombs. I like the whole uh, the two liquids having to mix together. I like the little demonstration. Yeah, speaking of pancake syrup, I like the little demonstration that the that the techie bomb guy does <laughs> at the beginning with the paperclip. I, I like when you said "ass lasagna." Don't get any on you. <laughs> That's right. No guts, no glory. <laughs> Says it like twelve uh, times. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you had some real moments of tension there when you when the timer goes off, the, like the first timer goes off, and then you finally see the two liquids starting to mix together, like with red and clear, and that uh, it was just it's super cool. It's very effective. Yeah, it's a good movie device. I liked it. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott, number six. Uh, number six is all that gold. <laughs> Give me that gold. <laughs> I want that gold. Give me that gold. Uh, I really like this as a uh, not not really a MacGuffin, uh, but if you know if you're gonna have a heist in the middle of a movie, you know, we, we've seen we've seen jewels, we've seen cash, obviously, uh, but I thought the gold was super cool. Um, just 
so much of it around. Like they, they're great props, uh, but mostly just the logistics of it. Like, okay, we're gonna rob a a gold uh, repository. Well, how'd that work? Well, gold is heavy as shit. <laughs> so for mm-hmm. them to get, I guess, a, a enough to make it, like, you know, make movie sense, like they had to steal a, a well, more than a ton of it. Uh, so it was really cool that they, they, they thought it through. They had the the little, I, I don't know, not the, the Wildcats, the, uh, the, whatever, the, the, the Bobcats? The Bobcats, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, the thing, and then and then the dump trucks, and they, they had a plan to get it all out. Um, it wasn't just something that they could just carry out in bags. Although, honestly, if everybody that broke in like filled a bag up, that would still be like a massive heist. Uh, so it's yeah, cool that they true. kind of up the the ante there. But but again, just it was cool. Like that that was the uh, the objective there, and like visually. Um, it strikes home. You know, you don't need to know how much they're actually stealing because just like, oh, well, that's a lot of gold that they're taking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of fucking gold. He uh, does say the number at one point. No, they, they do they do throw it around, but it's like yeah. kind of like ridiculous numbers. Yeah. Like in the high billions. Um, the, I, and, uh, as a side note, I did like that the, the heist was, was almost purely, like at least from what they show, just done through like manual stuff just like drilling and blasting uh, there was no magical computers like in the next Die Hard movie uh, yeah no no mainframe stuff no like scanners or anything they just you know kind of drilled in uh, so I like that too so there was less to explain there mm-hmm. yeah alright on to my number five and it kind of goes follows yours pretty well it's the it's a scene with Sam Jackson and his gold bar. <laughs> like, what, <I> swear, <laughs> first great. him just like walking up, like running out of the thing, with the one gold bar to show how heavy it is, and then breaks a car window open with it. And then when they, you know, steal cars, <laughs> and Bruce Willis, they'll feel better when he looks in the back seat. Oh man, that was my gold bar. Shit, played up my gold bar. Who's twenty first president? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> by the way there's some like fortune tell that fortune telling but just some ref- topical references about like hillary clinton being the yeah that was third president yeah, was and the, the, i'm the, gonna the, marry the, donald trump yeah they mentioned that at one point yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. anyway michael bar number five nice. alex i like seeing uh, john mcclain's workplace because in the previous two movies, you know, he's a cop from New York uh, and everything. But it's nice seeing him. I mean, he's destroyed his life yet again, and he's back in New York. But you get to see his partners, his chief, like everybody that he's used to being around. Like, he's got allies. He's finally not in his own city, and he's got allies, and he still has his back against the wall. So, I like it. Yeah. Yep, a little, a little more to say about, about that. Yeah. Home yeah, field advantage. Mm-hmm. All right. Scott, number five. Number five. Uh, I, I, as so, at first I I put um, explosions, and then I kind of up up that to just special effects in general. Uh, there's, there's some really cool um, explosions, uh, some some cool results of the explosions. Um, and then the 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 car stuff is pretty cool. Them driving through Central Park. Um, 
but uh, yeah, most of the Where explosions. I, 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 I don't... Go ahead. Sorry, I don't remember, but in Central Park, were his tires squealing while he was going on the grass? <laughs> they could have been. <laughs> that was crazy. I did, I did think of, uh, of Hercules in New York as we were watching, thinking how much nicer Central Park looked. If, in fact, they were actually driving through Central Park. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> uh, could have been something that looked like Central Park. I, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, but anyway, um, so I, I liked all the, ex- the explosions focused on, uh, like, the, the blast and the debris. Um, you know, I, I don't know that much about it, how it would work in real life, but that, like, I would assume that there was not going to be a giant fucking fireball <laughs> every time. Which is why the the ship explosion was the weakest one, I thought. Because uh, that looked mm. like pure... like we, we, we'll, we haven't had a fire explosion yet, so let's go with that. But the, the first cool, or the first couple uh, were cool with, with stuff being blown out of the... Like underground and walls being blown out. And, uh, I thought that was cool. I, yeah. my, favorite, my favorite one was the in the subway. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, so I, I wasn't thinking about it too hard, but... <laughs> it basically makes the the rear cars on the on the the train jump the tracks, and they're like swinging around on the platform. Uh, that was a really cool uh, effect, um, and n- mm-hmm. nice. You know, nineteen ninety five, so it wasn't CGI. Uh, yeah. We had yeah. seen seen that the, the those rear cars swing around on the, on the platform. Was, I thought was pretty rad. And then you see the the people with the tram and they get all scared and then the water starts coming in it definitely did look like universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. i did that did cross my mind <laughs> as, as well um and the helicopter crash was okay i guess uh yeah i like the sparks uh on yeah. the blades that was a nice touch uh but yeah that subway one was, was really cool i thought uh, what i liked folk. about this whole thing another thing being like not, I was ahead of its time. It's terrible. It's just like there are definitely moments thinking back of like nine eleven there, right? It was just the people in the city yeah. running from the stuff, being yeah. covered in dust, looking from other buildings. Oh, yeah. Like I definitely can't, gives you that feeling. I, I, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but watching all these 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 old movies with New York, you can't help but like wait for that shot because inevitably yeah. there's gonna be that shot, and, and there was in this one when uh, Zeus is is by himself in the cab. Yeah. And he's, I don't know why he's looking up, but he does look up, and yeah, there's the a clear shot at the, the towers. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I will say, the effects are really good. The worst effect ever is him surfing on the the dump truck under the, in the aqueduct or whatever. <laughs> okay. Freaking bad. And then, God, I think it's this movie. I don't know, I've been watching a few yeah. movies lately. One car jump scene. I've never noticed this before. It's like jumping... It's like running off a cliff, and it's gonna. Yeah, jump that up. was off. Like, and you I, can yeah, see the bit. strings kind of like floating it or whatever. Oh, yeah, the, the the cars were magical. Like, so maybe there weren't computers being magical, but the, the cars were magical in this. Like, <laughs> the amount of damage they took. Um, and then I was waiting for the when when he gets uh, shot up like a geyser. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like a dummy tra- shot. Trailer, trailer bait. Uh, so. He's getting pushed out of the tube underwater. That's yeah. a cool shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, on to my number four. And of all the riddles, the one I liked is because the one I had I thought about as I was watching and trying to figure out myself is the wane of the water. 
with the five gallon jug and the three gallon jug. Yeah, I always yeah. like those little problem solving things, and that one was pretty cool. So, um, there it is the, the five gallon and the three, putting the four gallons in the five gallon jug. And like, can't spill an ounce or a drop, but they're spilling water left and right. And yeah, there's no fucking way that they get that within an ounce. And they you solve know, the a bottle. If you fill it all the way to the very tip, that's more than. A five-gallon jug holds, right? Usually, it's up to a certain point. And yeah, all that, think about. I was, it, I was thinking about that too. I was like, are they going to point out whether there's like a line on it? Maybe this this jug, <laughs> this jugs have lines on or something. Yeah. yeah. Also, I want to know like what they did to keep people away from this weird suitcase, and <laughs> yeah. they're just sitting there. Like, what what did these what did the the bad guys do to keep people away until they showed up? Right. There's no way some like they just left it sitting there. Somebody wouldn't have grabbed it. Exactly. All right. Uh, Alex, number four. Number four is, I didn't notice this until after the fact, but I, I like the connection that uh, Simon, his brother, basically uses the same plan that Hans Gruber did. He works the terrorist angle, bombing, fakes death, uh, in order to get away with the money. Uh, I, I thought that was a really neat connection. Except yep. his brother, Simon, just did it in a much grander scale throughout the whole city but that i thought that was neat that's cool i i i still don't know how i feel about the brother angle um i did i do i do think it's cool that yeah it was once again like all ruse a clever ruse uh that that part of it's cool but just him it being his brother like i I don't know (laughs) that's some that's some real movie stuff right there hey maybe bruce willis like ad-libbed that line your brother was an asshole <laughs> and it then was. they had to oh shit. It <laughs> and then they had to <laughs> they had to reshoot the whole movie. Yeah. Or maybe they filmed gonna, that first. Yeah. Are you guys gonna talk at all about the the girl and his like head his buddy or whatever? No. Like that stuff seemed horseshoed in and, and not horseshoed in. <laughs> What's the word I'm talking for here? Uh What's the thing you put your shoe shoe horn foot in your shoe horn? Shoehorned in. There you go. Yeah. Um, I said horseshoe. Horse <laughs> uh, that's that stuff seemed weird. Like she's awful in the movie. I don't even get her point. And like she's in on it, and he's just looking mean the entire movie for no reason. And it was just. Well, then I like that boat. I kept thinking of Patriot Games. The girl. Well, just the two guys and, and her and oh, the gotcha. one that killed. And, and anyway. Uh, yeah, they, they needed they needed a henchman, like a, a mini boss. Because mm. like none, none of the other ones really like stand out all that much. Although a couple of them like survive that get like lines and stuff that are around for the whole movie like survive till all the way to the end. Hey, Padre. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought it was kind of weak. All right, uh, that was what Scott uh, Alex is. So Scott, number, f- I don't know, we're at three, four, four. Yeah, four is that uh, all the cops are, are useful in this, including the the nerdy bomb guy, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I and I like that that um, they weren't all super cops uh, like McLean, and and really uh, McLean, Jackie Chan was nowhere near this movie. Like McLean gets two real fight scenes in this. Um, the other ones, he's just straight up murdering people. <laughs> uh, yeah. like not even giving them a chance to surrender. Uh, and even, even the fight in the in the lift, 
as the one guy calls it. The lift. Uh, like again, he just starts. He's the one that just starts shooting. Uh, although it makes a little more sense there. Uh, but but anyway, I did like that all the cops are like they're all like detectives. You know, they're not <laughs> they're not out there beating ass. Uh, just like normal people, but they're all like competent on some level, and and you know they're they're on McLean's side, even if they're giving him shit. Uh, but he's like giving it right back, so you can, you can see that that like Alex pointed out earlier, there's that relationship there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nice for once. They're like they're like supporting characters. They're not there to get in the way. They're not there to be like rivals or, or to to be foils and uh, to create tension or anything. They're just uh, they're there to carry the other parts of the movie. I thought that was yeah kind of novel. Mm-hmm. Like you really don't see a whole lot of that. <laughs> Like, other movies with, you know, with the super cops, yeah, there's other cops around, but they don't do a whole lot. They're just kind of in the background. Maybe they have a line or two. Uh, but in this, they're like, they get a lot to do, uh, and, you know, they're like normal people. They're normal characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it felt kind of novel. Yeah. I have this higher on my list. I definitely agree. I would, it's the only thing in the first Die Hard you had Powell, who was... A competent yeah. cop, as but well. then, then you have like <laughs> the, the, the FBI and the stupid chief. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the SWAT team that's afraid of flowers. Johnson Johnson. Although the the Johnson Johnson line is all timer, no relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> it's Agent Johnson. No, the other one. All right, uh, on to my number three, and that's just the chemistry of Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson in this. And they get along. They're antagonistic the whole time, but. In a way, like it works, and at the end, you know, they're, they're, I don't know if they're bus buds, but they're definitely on each other's side, and yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah both both characters are very rough around the edges, but they both mean well. Right, and Sam Jackson helping him does make sense, even though he doesn't have anything to do with it. But like he said, once again, being topical, he doesn't want white cops and black neighborhoods. Having reasons to have itchy trigger fingers, so that's why he's like all that stuff is just Jesus Christ more rel- cool. more relevant in twenty twenty one than we've made a lot of progress <laughs> as a society. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just think they're because McLean that was my goal bar. Just not even God knows what you're doing, and just <laughs> shut up and do it. I know what I'm doing. Just all, I don't know that they were both great. I'm. I, I, Mostly was, in Bruce Willis movies, he's kind of by himself. I'm trying to think. In this one, I think he's got good, good play with Sam Jackson in this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think there, there's a it was, it was not not a blink if you miss type of thing, but it, it happened really fast. Was in in the beginning after the the first thing, they're they're in the police station and uh, they they put Sam Jack they put Zeus on the phone, and Zeus basically tells him to go fuck himself. Yeah, and everybody in the room was like, "Whoa, whoa, what are you doing?" And you see McLean just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so they're 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 like, I thought that was a really cool thing. They're like, okay, these guys are more similar than, <laughs> than either one of them was like gonna uh, admit or maybe even recognize. But yeah, but like both of them are like not willing to put up with anybody else's shit, even though they're in, even though they're the ones like being assholes at points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just good. At the very beginning, it sets them up as. You know, he, he wants good for his nephews, but he's also just not, you know, he's, it's good life lessons there and everything. And my favorite line, though, is, Uncle, you got to see it. There's a white man out here. I've seen one. <laughs> good line. Crack me. Not like this. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, that was my number three. So, Alex, number three. 
Simon says, I really like that gimmick. Again, I love the gimmick in the movie where he has to, he, he, they, he sends him on scavenger hunts and stuff to solve riddles or else he's going to, you know, blow up his next target. Uh, I like that whole thing up until, you know, the very end game over at the stadiums. But, uh, yeah, all the, we're trying to solve all the riddles and everything seeing how there's thinking outside the box, all that stuff. It really hooked me when I was a kid, and it's still really entertaining today. Spur can, with the machine gun. Can, can people? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> can can people just randomly walk in the Yankee Stadium whenever they feel like it? Nope. And I know you can't just bring a rifle into a <laughs> into a suite and just hang out there and get ready to snipe somebody. I mean, well, are you talking about the suitcase. new Yankee Stadium or the old Yankee Stadium, Jack? I believe either stadium. Okay. I mean. I'll, I'll take your word for it. You've been there. I haven't. <laughs> well, I've only been to old Yankees. I haven't been to new, so maybe. Oh, well, what do you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, Scott, wait, the, three. the police were all over the place. There's nobody to guard Yankee Stadium. It's like City Hall. That, yeah. That, it's still that City is, Hall. That is true. That is true. But I'm, I'm guessing there's still gates and shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three is uh, the buddy cop goodness. So yeah, uh, Sam Jackson and, and Bruce here. Uh, so you know, originally, famously, this was supposed to be another uh, Lethal Weapon script. Mm-hmm. They, they changed it up. You kind of see where some of that went. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even even though Zeus isn't a quote unquote cop in this, uh, the, still all the hallmarks of the the buddy cop stuff. Uh, the odd couple kind of thing, and uh, yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. works. And really, the old, this is the only diehard movie where that's really a thing. So, uh, well, he's with Justin that, Long. Yeah, John, John McClane and uh, Justin Long. What about yeah, the Warlock? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a sidekick. It just longs a sidekick, but not like a, <sighs> not, not buddy cop territory. Right. All right, uh, my number two, uh, Scott already mentioned it, it, was the supporting cop staff, as I have down here. And I think I mentioned this a couple episodes as uh, something, because I, I remember my dad pointed this out to me as, uh, like, these are the real heroes, especially, like, when they're evacuating the school and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, the entire movie, they, they, they're competent, they do some stupid-ass stuff. Like, I already mentioned the one cop being briefed about the super bad guy. And yeah, just lets I mean, yeah, they, do, they don't, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I don't know, like, the at the end when you find out that the kids are still in there and why they went a different way out, I don't know. Like, why did it go the way you came in? Uh, there, there, there are certain things throughout this. They can't follow him correctly. Um, <laughs> it's better to <laughs> possibly die in an explosion rather than get caught doing something wrong, <laughs> playing video games in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, for the most part, they're 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 doing good stuff. And yeah, the whole they actually are working with the FBI in this. I mean, the FBI that's when being kind of secretive about it. But once shit hits the fan, they're all on the same page. Like I I did like that about this. It's not just mm-hmm. yeah, there was they're, they're doing it like himself. yeah, the bureaucracy wasn't an obstacle in this one. Yeah, yeah. right. What what was what? Wait, what were you saying about playing video games in the classroom, Alex? 
Isn't that why they, the kids stayed behind because everybody was leaving and they're like, like oh, card stay games. Behind. Oh, no, 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 no. They they stayed behind because two of those kids were, were Zeus's nephews. Yeah, and they thought they were getting busted for yeah, stealing for the, the stereo. For, yeah, for the. Oh, that's the what it play. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who those other two kids were. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, as we mentioned, the the supporting staff, and I think they're all they're all good. It's kind of reminds me of um, I mean, totally different movie, but in Heat. Where it's not just Al Pacino the whole time, and right. it's and that when it is Ooh, West wow. Duty, oh. <laughs> and I'd fuck me, whatever that guy's name. Is. It's, it's a good supporting, <laughs> I, it's a good supporting staff me. there. I'd have me. I'd have mm-hmm. me. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number two. My number two is Jer- Jeremy Irons. What a great freaking villain! Awesome. You always in the movie you could always tell how good it is by like the caliber of the villain that has to go up against the hero, and he's great. Enough said. Good. It's just hard to compare with Hans Gruber, but still. Yes, good. it is. Yeah. But I mean, he comes close. I can't. I I couldn't decide if if like how bad his German accent was in this. <laughs> uh, oh, you're not German. Well, that's true. I, maybe he was super accurate. I I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> his American accent was spot on. But uh, since uh, so that's your number two. My number two is. I, my notes I have Jeremy Irons in his purple tank top. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's a weird uh, uh, wardrobe choice. <laughs> it's, it's European. Like, like, yeah, they're like, we need you to wear something weird that kind of shows that you're in shape, but not really. <laughs> so here's this weird cut off purple t shirt. Like, <laughs> I don't you know. You could have went with chainmail. They, they could have. They missed opportunity, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Always missed opportunity. Uh, but yeah, Jeremy Irons is, is a lot of fun here. Uh, with the, the the stutter thing, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, the German, when he's, he's doing the weird American kind of southern accent. Uh, him on the phone is always good. Uh, it's just him reeling off the, the riddles and... Uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry Ryan's is, is a lot of fun here. John, John. I think, right. well, I think smartly they don't have him, again, same thing with, with uh, Alan Rickman. They don't, they don't have him do, like, a fist fight, because, like, you don't need it sometimes. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't need to see uh, Steven Seagal beat Tommy Lee Jones' ass. Like, sometimes, like, Oh, uh, yeah, well, seas, you absolutely do, but right. well, I, mean, I, I my, get my, what you're saying. My, my, yeah, like, sometimes just defeating the guy in a different way is it works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is the the New York setting of this movie, um, <gasps> which will lead into our crossover topic. But uh, I, uh, well, as... Most of you, you should all know that we all live over here on the complete other side of the country. In, what uh, side? <laughs> mm-hmm. In Los Angeles. Uh, I have been to New York a couple times. It's always been, uh, it's just totally different over there. But this movie, just, I feel like, yeah, I just you don't see New York used. You see New York in a shitload of movies, that's obvious. But this one, they go from, what, they're going Harlem, Central Park, West Side, Wall Street, uh, the 
the Bronx, uh, they're just all over the place, and I just really enjoyed that through this movie. The the driving through the the Central Park, as Scott already said, the subway system, as we mentioned, Wall Street, uh, cabs, like everything about it, it just feels like a real New York movie. And to me, I mean, I've been to New York, and everything looked very familiar to me. So they definitely filmed there. Whether you know they really were in Central Park, it seems I don't know, but there were definitely some parts were there. Um, so I just really dig that. Like I dig that in movies where you can tell they're actually in the place. Like I love like in Heat when they're L.A. Yeah. and everything. I just I don't know. But it really cool. Uh, and then when I went to New York, a lot of the stuff I know is from movies. And this would be a movie that would tell me, yeah, I, I kind of know where we're at. I kind of know where we're at. Especially the, the scene when they're on the they're in Times Square somewhere, or very close to Times Square. When uh, he like does he say he I didn't say Simon says, and they jump on the ground and. They pop back up. You know, see what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Like that <laughs> the is, people just give money. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, dude, yeah. I don't mention that. But some guy gives Sam Jackson a dollar. <laughs> yeah. But those background stores, like I definitely remember seeing a lot of that when I was in that, especially that area. So it was just really cool. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Alex, what's your number one? My number one is Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson being partners in the movie. Great chemistry. Uh, their, their tension uh, together brought a lot of humor and also, you know, you can see how they were bonding and stuff during all this adversity. Uh, it was good. If you, because, I mean, they had, that relationship really had to carry the movie, pretty much carry the audience throughout the whole movie. So if it didn't work, this movie was going to bomb, but it was good. Pun intended. Nice. All right. Scott, you don't like me because you're racist. I don't like you because you're going to get me killed. (laughs) Yeah. Scott, number one. Number one, uh, the the race against time to to get to the puzzles. So it was a a clever gimmick that's been parodied a million times since. Uh, I I don't know if this was the first movie to do something like this. Uh, But in an action setting... totally works that they've got a race and then uh you know have the wherewithal to to solve this stuff or to get around it as, as they did with the first bomb um which jeff coming back to your your point about the uh like how could you like figured out all this stuff like thought it through so they the fact they're actually able to get to that first bomb like simon never i, I think he didn't think they would get there like he was right. expecting the bomb to go off, and McLean still to be alive somewhere else. So if McLean had died in that explosion, I wonder how that would have affected his plane. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, um, but at any rate, uh, yeah, just just racing around uh, New York, um, and they they do it every like at one point he is on the subway, so they pretty much do everything. They they get a cab, uh, they're on foot. They, they they're on the subway. Uh, they go. They cut through a, like a. I guess a, I wouldn't call it a trail, but the I don't know if it's a bike path. Whatever through Central Park. Uh, so um, yeah, them racing around the city, kind of like to your point, Jeff. You get a little get to see a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah, just just again, it felt uh, kind of novel along with some of the other stuff in this movie. Yep. All right, um, that's it. I had a couple honorable mentions. Uh, there's some terrible dubbing in this movie. 
You know, like, I didn't say Central Park West. I said through the park. Like, that was bad. <laughs> uh, there was a couple that stood out to me. The whole Yankee Stadium thing, I, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you already mentioned, like, cool, you can just hang out in Yankee Stadium and just walk right in. That's cool. Yeah. And then, it's still uh, City Hall. <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, that's it. Any others from you guys? Uh, the yeah. Mario. The, what? Mario, the truck driver. <laughs> uh, is that his like name? Mario. Yeah. His name, oh, I forget his name, but... Uh... Yeah, that guy was pretty funny. Just a author fall down. Um, the the soldiers uh, they give themselves away uh, with the uh, it's raining dogs and cats, and then he says things about taking the lift. Yeah. Although it is possible they would have called that thing the lift. I I was one hundred percent on that. But the the dogs and cats thing give themselves away, and then obviously the badge. Uh, I I did like. The, the whole idea uh, of kind of going back to the Jerry Irons thing uh, that he that he there wasn't a real bomb in the school because as he points out like yeah I'll murder people but I'm not going to kill a bunch of kids like <laughs> like like for real like I'm not <laughs> that's not my thing uh, and then like Your at one point syrup? Yeah, yeah at one point they you know he hands off the, the bomb to Zeus because like we can't leave this laying around so I'm going to pick it up and they give it to the to the bad guys, and they're like, "Like, well, we can't leave this sitting around either. Some kid will pick it up." <laughs> so these are like responsible villains. <laughs> I did like when they bring it over that guy. He's now speaking German. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need to know uh, an answer to that last question, or what? He just says it in like, just which again, weird American accent would crack me up. Yep. Well, the nine. Anyway, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, we move into a crossover topic, which is top movies, TV shows, video games that have the New York as the backdrop. That take place in New York. It kind of, you know, whatever. Take place in New York, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot on here. I had to narrow it down. But uh, number five is, for me, it's in a very small part of New York, but it would be Do the Right Thing. Okay. Hmm. So, if you guys seen the movie, it's very. very I'm not, I won't spoil it, but go see. It. Do the right thing and go watch. Do the right thing. Not, uh, not, not jungle re- fever. Relevant as ever. Hmm? Not jungle fever. You can watch jungle fever if you want to. I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> do the right thing. I. Uh, who was it? Alex. Which number five? Uh, my number five, no surprise, Hercules in New York. Oh, God. <laughs> it shows a lot of New York, probably unofficially, <laughs> as we talked about in that episode. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff where I don't think they got the proper permits or licenses to, to film in these places, but they fucking, fuck it, they did it anyways. We don't got the money to do it. New York looked awful in that movie, by the way. Yes. <laughs> like, I know, I know, yes, I know. I, did. I know I mentioned, like, how horrible Central Park looked, but everywhere else they went was the whole thing was like a fucking shithole. Yeah. Well, it was the 70s. I guess. Yeah. All right, Scott. Number five. Number five. Uh, like you, Jeff, I had a hard time narrowing this down, so I tried to be uh, a little eclectic here. And I pulled from a video game. Uh, this is a... Whew, I think it was still in the 90s. 
uh, Square Enix uh, released this kind of weird, um, I wouldn't call it an action RPG, uh, but uh, there, there was definitely some kind of action elements to it, uh, and it was super weird, and it was called Parasite Eve. Really? I, can't, I don't remember that being set in New York. That's cool. So, yeah, the whole thing is set in New York. Um, I do not know how many, like, how accurate any of the landmarks may or may not have been. Uh, but you start off and you're, like, in an opera house. So maybe somewhere on Broadway, I don't know. Uh, then you're in with the, Park. Did you see the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2? Uh, maybe you kill her. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, and, like, <laughs> one part of the game, you're going through Central Park. Um, at one point, you're in the Chrysler building. Um, you basically go to, to like several different locations. Uh, one point, you're in like a generic police station thing that could have been anywhere. But uh. mm-hmm. anyway, Parasite Eve. All right, very cool. Uh, my number four is from a movie we've just we did. I mean, not just recently, probably a year ago now. But that would be Elf. I think that's a good oh, damn. That's a, a good, good one, ho- yeah. holiday movie, but it's also a good New York movie because we're basically experiencing it through <laughs> uh, Buddy's eyes. Uh, you know, except world's best coffee, all that stuff. <laughs> Congratulations, great job, guys! <laughs> yeah, world's so. best cup of coffee. So, Elf is my number four. Alex, <laughs> my number four is uh, King Kong from the 1930s. Honorable mention. Oh. Damn, I didn't think about King Kong. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that might be... I don't know how many movies were made about New York or that had the climactic scenes in New York back then. Well, maybe a lot, but... This one was fantastic, seeing that giant ape, like, the giant hand go into the apartment to grab what's-her-face, Faye Dunaway or whatever. Was that her? I don't know. And then he climbs up the rest of the Empire State Building. Awesome. Who was she? The first one was, like, Faye Ray, and then it was Faye. Faye Ray. Okay. It was face something. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I, I left it off just because majority of the movie doesn't take place in New York, but uh, definitely on my list. Yeah, the big ending scene, and then the gorilla, spoiler alerts, the gorilla drops, thanks to those uh, biplanes. It's <laughs> a like, way to add. The gorilla drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gorilla drops. Oh, the, the movie ain't falls. over until the gorilla drops. <laughs> All right, Scott, number four. All right, number four. Uh, so this is another older movie, not as old as the original King Kong. Uh, and uh, <laughs> what what might contain one of the, the most racist things ever put to film, but uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you cut out that one part... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a few parts, but yeah. yeah well, yes. Cut out that one character. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it is like a, you know, New York in the, in the I think the late 50s, early 60s. Uh, yeah, you get, you get a good look at the city, uh, the whole thing about Tiffany's. Uh, it, feel, it feels like, like I've never been there, but uh, they, they do create like uh, an atmosphere of, okay, you're in the city. Um, this this feels like a, a unique place. Uh, so yep, Breakfast Tiffany's. I've never seen it, so I should I should watch it. I mean, you, you just listen to the song and you're good. The <laughs> shitty '90s song, <laughs> Breakfast Tiffany's. Deeply something. I hate yeah. that song. 
And, and I, I said, said, what about the movie? Up. And you said, I think I kind of saw it. And these are the 90s. And we just say shit in our songs. Because the 90s is stupid with music sometimes. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, my number three, I actually have a video game. And that oh. would be Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. The I mean, there's different versions. But the, 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 the modern version, that t- the first one that's in New York... Um, because it is, I once again, I did that before I've ever visited New York, and there were times where I was like, I know what's around this corner because this was a mission, and I had to go around this corner, and and it, it would be exactly the same. They had some stuff in that game is like they mapped that city very freaking well. Um, so I loved it for that reason because there was <laughs> I knew New York better than I thought because I played that game too much, um, you know, and just. Also in that game where you can get, you know, steal a helicopter and fly to the top and just like get on top of the Chrysler building like you were talking about or the, mm-hmm. uh, just like in real out. life. <laughs> yeah. This, did this <laughs> come out before 9-11? I don't know. Can you go to the World Trade Center? That I don't even remember. But um, if not that, you go Empire State Building. Uh, yeah. And you just drive around New York. Everything in that, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't 100% accurate, but there was definitely, I don't know if you guys ever played it. There's early in the game... You have to go on the date with, like, the boss's daughter or whatever. And you take her to Coney Island. And literally, I was like, Dad, <laughs> the restrooms weren't in the exact right spot. But I knew kind of where to go where there'd be, like, concessions and restrooms and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you cool. go. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is my number three. Alex, it's number three. Uh, my number three is Taxi Driver. Yeah, you get to see like the seedier underbelly of New York. Uh, yep, yeah, movies fucked up. I need to see that again. I've only seen it once, and I really didn't get it, but it was a while yeah. ago. But yeah, but then after that, just never watch it again. Because <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. But it's a good film. It's a great film. Yeah. All right, Scott, number three. Okay. I'm number three, and I'm probably stealing this from somebody else's list. Uh, but uh, a a weird genre comedy movie that uh, has become a cult classic, though it was very popular at the time as well. Uh-huh. Uh, that ends with a a giant uh, marshmallow man destroying the city. Uh, what are you talking as, about? I've never heard of this. As as uh, Ron Jeremy looks on. Oh, that uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> so that that would be Ghostbusters. What do you, what do want? you want? Whoa, yeah. Jinx. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is my number one. It's my number two. Alright. So I'll go ahead and talk about it. I'll just maybe add a couple things when it gets to my number one. Same. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it to you guys. <laughs> okay. Um well then we're going to my number two and uh this would be a New York in, uh, uh, as a period piece, and that would be The Godfather. Love scene. Oh, this is not the seedy New York. This is the classic. Wow, I don't know what term I'm looking for, but it's the classic. Classic. Yeah, the, the streets are paved with gold. <laughs> yeah, there the you go. You go into. What store does uh, Tom go into to get the sleigh when he's taken by the Salazzos? Uh, if there's a Woolworths or something, I don't yeah, know. But yeah. 
Yeah, it's just old classic New York. And not just in the city. You're kind of out where wherever their compound is, which I don't even really know. But, um, you know, well, if you, date if you night include... with him and... Uh, Kay. What's, what's Diane Keaton's name in this movie? Kay. Kay. Yeah. And then the old Little Italy and all that stuff. Classic. So yeah. And you can yeah. throw Godfather 2 in here, too. If you even go oh, I was, further I was back. Say, yeah, the <laughs> Godfather 2 stuff with the... Turn of the century New York is even more impressive. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> Malta Ben. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice adonis. That's a nice adonis. <laughs> Don Homer. Um, all right. Uh, Alex, number two. Ghostbusters. It's great. A dog tearing up Central Park, trying to get Lewis. Yeah, the Tavern of the Green. Isn't that where that restaurant is or whatever? Oh, yeah. I think that's what it's called. All right, who brought the dog? Hey, Pooch. Hey, Pooch. Yeah. And he scares the horse. Yeah, so that part, that's at Central Park West or whatever. And I definitely, when I was in that area, I'm like, this is Ghostbusters land. I could tell this is these buildings and this is the park. And it's got that. You know the one that he runs across the street and the dog chases him and he jumps over that wall? Like, that wall is very recognizable. Man. If you've seen it in the movies, when you show up in New York, like, that's it. You know it. And all that area. Just so cool. You know, I, I saw the building. I didn't see the fire station. That was one thing I couldn't find when I was there. I didn't have time to find it. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, uh, Scott, <laughs> number two. So, this one... I don't know, you have to tell me if this is acceptable or not. Because there's not really any more landmarks <laughs> in this version of New York. Um, but uh, Futurama version of New New York. Uh, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. And they, they do make references to our New York in this and uh, in, in a lot of the episodes. And just general life in New York as well. Uh but uh, yep, the, that's where they pretty much are for most of the, the series. Is in is in New New York. Mm-hmm. They go visit old New York every once in a while. They, they, they there are some episodes about old New York and, and flashbacks and things like that. Uh, but they at one point uh, they find this sign uh, that says like <laughs> like no parking yeah. here like ever. And then underneath it, it says, like, on weekends from, like, 4 to 6. And Fry says something to the effect of, I asked a cop what this meant once, and he said it meant, screw you, kid. (laughs) (laughs) So, there we are. Uh, All right. Well, my number one, I already said, is Ghostbusters. We talked about it, but it's very New York City. The way the people act. From what I've been told, when I was actually in New York, most of the people were super nice. And, and then I didn't get to hear any weird accents. I was upset when I went to New York. No one was like, forget about it or anything. No one said, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Ghostbusters, what do you want? There was, my dad and I did the Empire State Building and we went. So you could take a, you know, it was like $40 to get to the big observation deck. Where you can get outside, and you know how the Empire State Building is just kind of straight up, but then it kind of goes into a pyramid toward the top. You can do that part for the base price, and if you want to go up into the the part where King Kong is, 
<laughs> that's additional like money. And my dad really wanted to do that. So we went up in there and there was just, yeah, this lady had the strongest, and I can't tell New York accents. That's Long Island or Staten Island or something. And she, one of the islands. <laughs> yeah. Where are you guys from? Oh, I, that's great. I've never even left New York before. And I was like, that's the only time I heard a New York accent. And I'm, I'm sounding like Laverne and Shirley here. I don't know what I'm doing, but it was one of them accents. <laughs> that was like the only time we ever heard anything. I was a little upset, but anyway, I'm off track here. Ghostbusters, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, just racing through the city, going through different, like the montages of going through different parts of Chinatown and famous hotels and all that stuff. And just the attitude of the people, them, them cheering them on, the good New York People come through, like, even in Ghostbusters 2, when they're all evil and dicks, and then they start singing, and they, they use the NAS advantage to control the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> they did. They, they make the crack about how there's so many potholes, they didn't think anybody would notice. <laughs> yeah. But that can be anywhere. So. Your love taking me higher. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, what's your number one? My number one is from a video game, and uh, it's one Jeff will probably never play, and it's one Scott should play, because he's got my fucking copy of it. It's Spider-Man for the PS4. I hope I I would love to play it. I just don't have a PS. (laughs) It is so awesome. Like uh, like GTA, New York is mapped out, like fairly close in approximation to everything. You got the the landmarks and everything, and you got the uh, Central Park and whatnot. But you also have all the Marvel, some Marvel stuff in there too. So there's uh, like the Supermax prison for supervillains out there that you can there's go a swing by. There? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're really good enchiladas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get it's devastating. You can go visit uh, Ben Parker's gravesite. Oh, oof. But yeah, you can swing around. It's a completely different view of uh, New York since you can swing around as Spider-Man and, and just web-sling and you, you can stop everyday like street crime that's happening. You have like a spider like police scanner in your ears like, oh, there's a car chase going on. You can go stop the car, stop a mugging, and then get back to tailing down Wilson Fisk. Awesome. I recommend. I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but I hear that game's also very good. So... I hope I still have it, Alex. <laughs> what did you do to my game? Because my kids are going to kill you because they've been they, asking for it. They, I, uh, when I was taking care of some some house things, I Marie Kondoed a ton of shit, and I didn't really go through a lot of it thoroughly. So <laughs> I think I have it still. Uh, if not, you know. I, I'll, I'll try to find you a super cheap used copy. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, it, it's used. It was used for me, so. so. What about Dragon Quest Nine? Same boat. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, <laughs> what about his Scott, Scott Williams Saves the World comic books or whatever it's called? <laughs> you finally gave those back. Oh. Yeah. End of story. Alex lent it to me and I gave him back and I was done. <laughs> Yeah, I so I thought about adding Arkham Knight on here. Obviously, obviously Gotham is is not New York City, but you know it's supposed to be. And you can do it because it wasn't really New York. But I'm playing that again for like the twelfth time. I freaking love it. So I know I love the Spider-Man game. It's just not on PlayStation. I damn. I mean, I don't have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, with the PS5s, uh, Jeff actually, they'll be super cheap soon. I uh, 
Let's talk afterwards. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Uh, well, Scott, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is the... It's one of the earlier seasons of The Simpsons. But uh, oh. it's the first time they go to New York. Yeah, season five or six. Oh, it's almost that entire episode is pure gold. It is. Uh, the that's the the crab juice line, which we still talk about today. Like <laughs> only club clash. The oh, something to wash this down. Well, <laughs> got Mountain Dew and crab juice. Ew! I'll take the crab juice. <laughs> <laughs> the. Him running up and down the towers, and there's like clothesline between the twin towers, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, Shut up, the both of you. Yeah. My favorite part of that whole episode, besides them driving out and Homer just being in a rage with the boot on the car, is him having the flashback of him getting mugged by everybody, and then he goes to talk to the cop, and then the cop mugs him. <laughs> oh, God. You can't write mm-hmm. that. My favorite part is before he gets there. I don't want to go to New York. New York's a hellhole. You know how I feel about hellholes. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you can't judge a place you've never been. Yeah, that's what they do in Russia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good exchange. No, that's good. I would have had to All right. And that wraps it up. I had a couple uh, honorable mentions. Avengers... But mm-hmm. it just takes place in New York. They say New York a lot, but it's not like yeah. you really see anything. Yeah. Let's straight. Yeah. I had King Kong as well. I had the Spider-Man movies. But once again, it's not too much involved. Uh, American Psycho is another yep. one. And then That's the okay. other big yeah, one that yeah, they yeah. they do travel around city New York would be the the Warriors. Come out and play. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, That's those are mine. Anything if we guys? Jeff, if we if we ever do uh, um, Last Dragon, oh, there it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. But uh, just all all, <laughs> all the the Nora Ephron rom coms, they make Very New York look like the like the, the best place ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know it's not real. Uh, we like all the you've got mail sleepless in, sleepless in Seattle, even though most of it takes place outside of yeah. there. Um, Woody say. Allen movies probably right. Woody Allen, yeah, probably a bunch of yeah. those. Um, and then a, a an Amy Adams movie. Uh, if you've ever seen Enchanted, uh, they kind of go over New York there too. So I thought of that one. Hmm. No. Uh, I got uh, which spoiler alert: Planet of the Apes. Ooh, there you go. Uh, right, which way? Which one though? Well, the first one. They don't actually go to New York. No, the whole place take the whole movie takes place in New York. The Statue of Liberty was there at the end. Well, <laughs> there's no cities at that point. It's the, well, the, I know the, they the you, they blew them up. <laughs> you sons of bitches! Wait a minute, is that what that movie was about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh, that's good. That was. That's a good one. There's a bunch of TV shows you could do. Yeah. Friends, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do friends. <laughs> I mean, no. some of them I would. Hey, oh, uh, two guys are going to the pizza place. Sure, yeah. All right, and with that, I need a beer break. Give me okay. two minutes. Beer break.
Yes, Time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Uh, so you guys know how baseball teams have, usually they have a mascot? Mm-hmm. They have, uh, somebody running around in a silly suit, doing stuff, you know, like dancing Homer. I've seen uh, it. The, the, the Colorado Rockies have this, like, uh, little pretty cute triceratops. It's purple with the uh, polka dots on them and stuff. Is his name Denver? Is it, it is not Denver, the last yeah. dinosaur. That would have been a better name, but his name is Ding Dinger. <laughs> Yeah, right. Call Andy a hit a dinger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hit a dinger. But there was a fan that almost got into a melee because apparently <laughs> he was just trying to get the mascot's attention. But a lot of people heard the N-word. So uh, maybe uh, his name change is uh, in order. Or maybe this guy was a racist. Who knows? Or neither. What the heck? He said the guy's name is Dinger. Like, I don't know. People are just too sensitive. Oh. What the heck? Wasn't the story blown out of proportion, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, it was a guy, I'm pretty sure, was just saying, hey, dinger, hey, dinger. Yeah. And somebody heard the N-word. It's like, hey, why being racist, bro? Yeah. He's a purple dinosaur. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, I'm glad it wasn't racist and he was just saying the name of a stupid mascot. Mm-hmm. I sure hope so. Remember that? Remember that time California chicken got got caught with the Ku Klux Klan mascot. Anyway, what? It's time for Neem News. <laughs> One of the rare times Jeff pulls a ripcord on Scott. <laughs> I'm saving him right yeah. here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, actually have, oh, don't really have any MCU stuff to talk about other than the, the Shang-Chi stuff's, uh, going strong with all the promos. Uh, but I'll jump in with something that, that, that Jeff had talked a little bit about on the, the previous oh. time that we recorded. Wait, real quick. We didn't rate, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, oh you're sorry. right. We, we did not. Whoa, good catch. All right, as usual, we rate on a scale of <laughs> 1 to 7. As unusual, we're doing it right now. <laughs> uh, a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being absolute garbage, 7 being perfection. I, for pure nostalgic reasons, even though I found some flaws at this time, I still think it's a great action movie, part of a pretty good franchise. Uh, I give it a 6. Alex, what do you give it? Same. This is very entertaining. This is one of those movies where if I catch it, like, flipping channels or it's just like, oh, you know, I haven't seen this in a while. I, I'm entertained from beginning to end. Six as well. All right. Scott. Uh, so I had intended to just kind of skip through uh, this viewing because I'd seen it enough times. Um, and I wound up pretty much just watching the whole thing, uh, which speaks to... Uh, the the entertainment value there. So, yeah, oh, I'll give it a six. All right. There it is. It's time for Neem News again. Continue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Uh, so where was I? Yes, Jeff had, had talked about this on the previous podcast uh, with the Masters of the Universe Revelations. Oh, was yeah. it just Revelation singular? I, I forget. Uh, at any rate, I wound up watching the whole thing. 
uh, as as with a lot of this stuff now, it's all bingeable if you're into it, and and I was. Uh, so yeah, without spoiling anything, uh, they they do take this in a different direction, um, right off the bat. Uh, they, I mean, you, you could say that you know without spoiling anything that you know they actually try to give people like more than 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 Meets one note the character stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that like there's there's a lot more going on with with. Most of the characters, uh, some of them are, are still kind of the same, although you you get a little bit more about their motivation, anyways. Uh, but that doesn't really make them any deeper. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. This was a a cool take on the the lore, and they I think that that's the the coolest thing that the, that this did is it um, it this, this really digs into the the lore, which they they kind of don't do in the, in the original series. Um, and it makes it make a lot more sense. It makes it less goofy, at least I thought so. Uh, you know, that's some, some some good voice actors, of course. Um, animation's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I, I recommend this uh, for anybody that wants to watch the whole thing. Watch it with your kids uh, as well. Uh, I don't know, Jeff, have you, have you watched any more past what you, what you did initially? Nah, I really didn't dig it, so I stopped watching it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Alex, okay. did you watch it yet or Ooh. no? No, I haven't seen it yet. But I will. Mm. Looks cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to whatever they do next with that. I think I think they're they've got I don't know if it's the same animation studio, uh, but I think Netflix has like a couple of them like I don't know if they're they're under the same umbrella, but uh they, they kind of spin off of each other. Um there's there's the one that does all the Castlevania and mm-hmm. uh like Dota and Blood of Zeus. Um, you can tell it's kind of all the same animation. This is um, a little more cartoonish, uh, so I'm, I'm unsure on, on that end of things. But it's it's um, reminiscent of some of the other stuff. I think there was like that that Shira series um, they did, uh, which I don't, I don't know if that's like how custom of that is either. But uh, at any rate, uh, yeah, I I, I did uh, enjoy this and. Uh, and, and looking forward to whatever comes next with it. Uh, the other thing was uh, the the big thing that came out this week uh, in theaters on HBO Max is the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the follow up. It's hard to call it a sequel. Uh, the the follow up to the the initial Zack Snyder um, Suicide Squad. Oh, it's David Ayer. Or David Ayer, sorry. Uh, six yeah. and one and a half dozen another. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, as, as much as like people shit on the first movie, it does it does some things well. Like it, it I mean, it basically introduced the the current uh, live action incarnation in a way of, of Harley Quinn and, and Margot Robbie, uh, kind of set up the the premise in the universe of that for this one that that as uh, James Gunn's uh, opus this time around. And uh, again, without spoiling anything, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, I think this movie, uh, like this time around, they they have a much better grasp of like at least uh, Gunn did had a much better grasp of what it was that he was working with here, like who these characters are, um, mm-hmm. and uh, like the, the stuff he could do with the R rating, uh, and just just the idea that like these are all like not all of them at this point because I think we were like. 
maybe it was back when we did Wonder Woman or, or maybe I was talking about Harley Quinn at some point, but like Harley Quinn is like DC's like one of their biggest money makers. It's like mm-hmm. Batman and then her basically. <laughs> which is which I think is super cool considering she was just like a side character they created for the for the Batman animated show. Yeah. Initially that's nuts. like yeah, yeah, she wasn't like a, a mainstay before that. Um you know, she kind of grew on people. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she definitely gets a chance to shine here again. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, they, 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 they give characters that were in the first one, um, some, some chance to do some fun things like, uh, the Rick flag character is a lot more fun here. Um, a little more self-aware, a little more loose. Uh, so yeah, I recommend it. A lot of, a lot of violence, <laughs> ultra violence, uh, uh, yeah. Again, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, this is a one of the the funner um, DC movies for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so yeah, everybody, if you haven't if you haven't watched it, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I saw it. I disagree with most of what you're saying. But <laughs> really, it's it's better than the first one. Which is not a long shot, but that's not saying much at all. I still found it just was that was that pun intended, Jeff? No, (laughs) because I don't. I'm not getting the pun, so definitely. You said you said long by a long shot. Oh, ooh, but long shot's not his name. So how is that? uh... It's not. Yeah, it's Bloodsport. And then Deadshot. Deadshot. Okay. God damn it. What the hell's Longshot? <laughs> Longshot, I think he's somebody. That's that's a fucking character in, in one of the Marvel or DC. There's no way <laughs> sure, that's not a main sure. character. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely better. You got the for me, it, you got the James Gunn stuff, but I just I I didn't care about any of the characters except for Harley Quinn, and I I don't think she did that much in this movie without spoiling really? too much about well i think it. I mean, she's I think great in it but i just don't she, it wasn't enough for me i think they purposely made her uh not not the driving like she's not the main character uh um, i agree so they just make her like around to like make crazy shit happen and, and yeah. it certainly does uh, mm-hmm. and for me it was a lot of fun uh yeah yeah i it's you bring up an interesting point jeff like when you say you don't care about these characters like how many of them are, you, are we really supposed to care about? I think, I think we're supposed to care about the the girl, and I guess Idris Elba, and maybe oh, Ratcatcher too, and maybe and maybe Flag. Uh, too but but past cool. that, like everybody else is super expendable. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I get that's what the premise of the movie is. Doesn't mean I have to like the premise of the movie. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell people not to watch it and then I hate it. I just, I, w- I was underwhelmed. Let's say that. Did you guys catch the uh, Mantis uh, cameo? No. I did <laughs> nope. not. So, um, obviously she wasn't in a full makeup, but uh, Pong Kleminitev, however her last name is pronounced, uh, she's one of the exotic dancers in the middle of the movie. Oh, okay. she's on screen for like, like fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't get to say anything either. Got the best fifteen seconds. She's dancing and she's hot. But 
Yeah, I'm, so, I'm surprised you didn't, uh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't like. I'm surprised you didn't uh, really, really dig it, Jeff. Yeah. 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 And like, I, people were mentioning like, well, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I didn't know any of those characters either, and it's true. But I don't for that one. Just I had it was. I, I think Guardians is, is, is is yeah. I think Guardians is a, is a better movie. Um, but I think I think they're like really different movies here, though. <laughs> they, they are, and I, yeah, I just I it's, so I'm just saying like it's not because I didn't know any of the characters because I didn't know any of the characters of Guardians and I liked it more. I just I don't know the violence was like over the top and and cool, but it's like okay, I've seen that on the Amazon show now with uh, oh the boys, the boys, right? So it's like it's not that shocking to me, just kind of stupid, and I, I don't know, it just didn't work for me. That's all. I like I like the ultimate villain. <laughs> I would say, yeah. Again, without spoiling anything, yeah. mm-hmm. it was Calendar Man. <laughs> Calendar Man, yes. Ultimate it was a uh, Sh- Sean Gunn making a cameo there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything else? Uh, no, no. I uh, just wanted to talk about Suicide Squad. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, did I already talk about watching Tomorrow War? Tomorrow, don't think so. It was no. a long. I watched it a while back, and I just okay. forgot about it. This but. is this is the Chris Pratt Amazon thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's okay. I mean, if you've run out of stuff to watch, <laughs> you can watch Tomorrow War. Uh, cool premise. You know, oh, we're losing the war in the future, so we we have to send people from the past to the future to fight. Uh, they have a pretty cool. Uh, 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 Sounds like a well thought out plan. Yeah, I know. Ex- they they have an explanation for how they're able to do this and not break the universe or, and whatnot, but uh, it was okay. Hmm. It was all right. It had the girl from uh, Mr. Show that used to be David Cross's girlfriend uh, back in the day. Marilyn. The blonde one. Yeah. Where? From she was also in Twenty Four. Yeah, I know you're talking about Rice Cloud. Where the last time I Eastern European name, <laughs> and uh, and Chris Pratt. One yeah. Chris Pratt. Star Lord, yeah, Star Lord. So yeah, that was a movie. <laughs> All right, yeah, Pratt. All right, um, my Any turn. Else? Yeah, your turn, Jeff. Yeah, go do it, Jeff. Uh, yeah, so I saw uh, Suicide Squad. I already talked about that. I also saw The Jungle Book, which didn't really like either. You mean Jungle Cruise? <laughs> um, Jungle Cruise, sorry. <laughs> I was um, going to say, well, the one with Jason Scott Lee? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Jungle Cruise starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. Uh, it's... Uh, how is we're talk- how do I want to talk about it? It's, it's a fun action movie with, you know, you got kind of you have a map and a treasure, except it didn't... My biggest problem was it didn't. There wasn't more problems to solve. Kind of how we liked about the the treasure or the the riddle solving in the movie Die Hard. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like we have a wrap, we have a thing, and they get to the thing. And there's not. I wanted to see more like unsolving solving mysteries, more like Tomb Raider where you're solving puzzles or tre- national treasure. You, you wanted to see them protect some treasure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so that part disappointed me. I mean, the. The charisma of The Rock and Emily Blunt. They're actually really well cast in this movie, I think. I just, they're, they're fun. I like both of them a lot. Uh, 
some of the supporting cast is good too. You have like over the top villains with like Paul Giamatti and um, Jesse Plemons and stuff. Like it's all kind of I think it's just cast well and it's kind of fun, but at the same time it went on it was way too long for this type of movie. And uh, yeah, so if you want mindless fun, want to see The Rock, go watch it. But you know, and you know, and I'll just spoiler alert. Really spoiler alert. The beginning of the movie is just literally The Rock giving people a tour on his boat and just going like, look, it's the backside of water. Just giving all the puns from the ride. Just get that over with. <laughs> like, this is how it ties into the, the ride. And then just, it goes on. Yeah. Um, so, the, it hits hard in the Orange County crowd here around Anaheim. <laughs> I don't know how, if you haven't been to Disneyland or yeah. Disney World, I don't know <laughs> how yeah. those jokes are going to land with you. But, uh, yeah. How, how would you, Jeff, how would you it to something like the mummy it's basically the mummy it's not as good as the mummy i guess okay. but it's it's on par it's you know it's one of those adventure movies it's you know it's better than scorpion king cgi and the rock's a lot better <laughs> in this one uh, but yeah think scorpion think well you know what think pirates of the caribbean because there's i'll say it, there's cursed people in this i think pirates think mummy and like National Treasure, Indiana Jones, but not nearly at the same level type adventure movie. But I would say go to watch The Rock, go watch Emily Blunt and some side characters and you'll have a good time, but not very good. And that one we did go to the theater, the theater for, because we could have watched theater. that on Disney Plus, but I didn't want to spend the $30 for that. So we actually went out to the theater. and What did other people $30 think? $30 there. Yeah, Laura liked it, so I'm just like I said, I don't like movies anymore. I think I should probably stop <laughs> hosting a podcast don't, don't, where we're talking movies. about movies. Yeah, they, they've gotten yeah. all you can out of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have broke me with this bad, bad stuff. I I don't see how that's possible, Jeff. <laughs> hey, open your mind, Quaid. Yeah, so no. maybe there's a sequel to Arena. We should. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they did show the trailer for because uh, I'm way behind on all my trailers. Uh, the new Varaxnid, what is it? The the sand, the Dune, the Dune movie. <laughs> what? I don't know. Varaxnid? What the hell? Varaxnid? What the hell I don't know. It's Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes, Kardashian. What is it? Varaxnid? Atreides. There you go. What? I don't know. How's Atreides? How do you get from Arrakis? How do you get from Atreides to Varaxnid? <laughs> But there was whispering in the trailer, and I got I started cringing on it. And like I want to see it because I like the director and I like a lot of the actors. But then I didn't like the original movie, and I don't know. Directed by (laughs) Denis Villeneuve. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that'll be on HBO, right? This is oh, I'm already ranting. (laughs) It's not going to be the same movie, Jeff. I'm just saying. I I know. I am tired. He is the Kwisatz Haderach. We saw a movie that started at 4.15. That was the scheduled start time. The thing started at 4.40, I think. 4.35. It is freaking ridiculous. And now it's just flat out commercials for the first 5-10 minutes. Here's a Coke commercial. Here's a... uh, I, I don't know. It's like, stop it. We paid for these tickets. We don't need commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, they might actually do the commercials right now. No, <laughs> they don't, and it's 
pissing me off. We paid for the tickets. Do not show us a commercial. No tickets. The, the previews I'm okay with, but there's too many. It needs to be like three or four. That's it at the most. And I was like six. Man, especially when you go see a Disney movie, I don't care about. I mean, it's going to be a Marvel stuff, but then it's a lot of animation and this and that and Mickey and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pizza there rolls. it is. <laughs> that's, that's not where I was going with that. But... Yeah, right, I spilled and, cherry and... Coke all over my shirt, and I wasn't happy with that. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah. there's well, it. there you go. That's why you gave Jungle Cruise yep. a bad review. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's why you always go with Sprite, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Unspillable. Unspillable. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so you can't spill Sprite, yeah. <laughs> or 7-Up. 7-Up, yeah, it's true. Does it go down? Yeah, 7-Up yours. Probably do uh, cream soda also. Diet cream soda. 7-Up yours. 7-Up yours. Anything else, Jeff? No, that's it. I mean, now, now that this is your last... Uh, podcast yeah this might be it yeah i'm done watching movies it's been real (laughs) i'll come back in a few months and still hate movies yeah then then you realize like how much yeah nothing's changed i did watch part of rogue one over the weekend okay still holds up i like that movie it's like i go to i want to watch star wars and i've seen the originals so many times i not really want to watch those Really don't want to watch the prequels. I really don't want to watch the sequels. So it's like, all right, Rogue One. Yeah, the in-between one. Yeah, this is kind of like the default one now. You know, we brought this up. I bring this up every time, probably. How do they they hand wave the whole thing about the Bothans? It's not about Bothans. It's the second Death Star is the Bothans. Yeah. Is it the second Death Star? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We tell, you this every, we tell you this every time. And I just said, I, I ask every time. And yeah. I, I, I don't know that I believe you guys. Yeah. Mon Montha says, many Bothans died bringing this information. But that's Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first one, yeah. So. It's just, okay. Okay. It's I good. They're going to be have a Cassian Andor movie. I kind of want to see that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. This is unnecessary. Like, maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be fine. But. If it's like early, like, early rebellion forming, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just, just feel like it, like for the character, like we didn't need like we got everything we needed out of those characters. Is all I'm saying. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, Maybe. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> go to Patreon.com/slash Hans Shot First. Give us money, and because uh, no one has yet, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, be, 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 you know, be one of the cool kids because right? the cool kids are giving us money. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive club. No, no, are we you appreciate it if you can. To, to give us a dollar. <laughs> Fire product. We, we'd appreciate it if you become members, although we haven't put out new content in a few weeks, so well, maybe we're asking money for no reason, but we'll see. Nah, I'm going to start back up on Quotes from Springfield next week. All right. My hiatus what? is over. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Get vaccinated. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. 
Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.